I tell you, I don't know what's going to happen in the next few minutes. But I want to tell you this. I believe there's going to be a move. A move. You know why? Because of the power of the cross. I hope I can get through this. Listen, 48 hours ago, I met a man named Walter at an IHOP restaurant in Lakeland, Florida. I met him with Pastor Dominic Rodriguez and Pastor Steve Valliere. We were there after being at a, a, a Christian educational conference for the entire day and had been through the day through sessions and then a night service and we're eating at, you know, in the evening it's probably around 10 or 10 o'clock or so. And we met this man through divine appointment. How many people believe in divine appointments? This was a divine appointment. And the story about Walter, and I'm going to finish telling you about that a little later, the story of Walter and many, many like him, I am one of them. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, you are one of them. The story of Walter is the story of the power of the cross. And I want to tell you today that there's a, there's a text that's a little longer than what we normally read, but it's, it's powerful. And it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, you'd like to turn with us there. If you have your devices or phones or wherever you consume the Word of God, it's okay with me. We're going to put it on the screens. And I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1, starting in verse 1. It says, When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything, say everything, except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than use clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only, say only, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. Yet when I am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten. Who know all that the big shots and the political junkies and all the guys that are out there thinking they're important are soon going to be forgotten? They're soon going to be forgotten, folk. No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God, His plan that was previously hidden, even though He made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. That is what the Scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. You want to lean into a scripture and declare it over your life and your family's life? That's a good one right there for the next few weeks. But it was to us that God revealed these things by His 
searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit, and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so that we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths, but people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them. How many people have talked about the Lord with people and they think it sounds foolish? Sounds foolish to them. They can't understand it, for only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Paul, in writing to the church at Corinth, but Paul knew that the gospel of Jesus Christ was sufficient for all things because of the power of the cross. Verse 2 in that passage we just read, I'm going to look at it in the Amplified Version now. This is what the Amplified Version says. If we could switch to that, please. Number 8. For I made the decision, listen now, for I made the decision to know nothing. That is, to forego philosophical or theological discussions regarding inconsequential things and opinions. Inconsequential, I call them non-essentials. I don't need to discuss theological things, and it's okay if we do, don't get, and, and, or, or philosophical issues or intellectual exercises. I know he made the decision to know nothing regarding those things and opinions among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified and the meaning of his redemptive, substitutionary death and his resurrection. Praise God for the resurrection. Thank God for the cross. You and I can find salvation through the cross. We need to understand that there is more, though, to the power of the cross than just the forgiveness of sins, although that's huge, that's big. But there's deliverance in the power of the cross. There's freedom in the power of the cross. There's victory in the power of the cross, just to name a few. They all come, though, through the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. That is my declaration to you today. And in verse 4, in the English Standard Version, I want to read from that passage again. 1 Corinthians 2, 4, in the English Standard Version, it says, And my speech and my message were not plausible in words of wisdom. And Pastor said this, I believe, prophetically just a moment ago, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and the power. He didn't know what I'm preaching about today. You may have heard that. I did. The demonstration of the Spirit and the power. See, the gospel Paul preached about was one of power. The messages that Paul preached were a demonstration of the Spirit. God was manifest through His power. And in the Gospel, in the Gospel, the power of God is evident. And listen to this. As the Gospel is preached, and importantly, not just preached, as the Gospel is preached and lived out, the truth, the truth, the truth, will be manifest. That's a fact. Preach it and live it. The revelation of who Jesus is 
can be revealed to you today as the gospel is preached. And when I say preached, now I'm going to say this maybe again. The gospel doesn't have to just be preached by a preacher right here. The gospel is preached by you, 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 you. You can call it sharing the gospel. Everybody's a minister in the church of Jesus Christ. As the gospel is preached, the revelation of who he is, that's what the great thing about Apostle Paul, that that was was his story, how it was all revealed to him. The truth of the gospel, I'm here to tell you today, will silence false teachings. The truth of the gospel will crush false religion under its weight and its power. The truth of the gospel will destroy strongholds in your life. The truth of the gospel will create unity amongst us in the body of Christ. The truth of the gospel will break addictions, no matter what that addiction may be. And if you're tied up or bound up in an addiction today, that can be broken by the power of God because of the power of the cross. And I'm here to tell you, I'm declaring it to you as a testimony of that. You know why? Because I was addicted to alcohol. Because I was addicted to cocaine. Yeah, I'm saying it. You think I'm ashamed of it? No, you know why I'm not ashamed? Because I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let somebody give God a praise in this place today. Because he's good and he's mighty and he's powerful because of the cross. Because of the cross. The truth of the gospel will cancel out any false impressions that the world tries to to make about our God. They can try to make it sound like he's nothing. He doesn't show up when he needs to. They can try to marginalize him or poke fun at him or poke fun at us. But the truth of the gospel will cancel it out. Why is that? Because it's the demonstration of the Spirit. of the power that's in the cross. The power that never ceases to work for us. It is transforming power. It's paradigm shifting power. It's, it's something that takes you from heading east and going west. It's life change, folks. It turns you around. It brings you to a different place. It's powerful and it works every second of every day. 24 7, 365. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. The power of the cross is always working. And not only has it made a way for all of us to forgive our sins, but it gives us power to overcome things in our lives. It makes us more than conquerors through Him who loved us. It makes us powerful in the face of adversity. We can be overcomers in Him because of the power of the cross. It sets us free from sin. Listen to this now. It sets us free from sin, but the power of the cross helps us remain that way. That's big. It helps us remain that way. That's how we resist the devil. Heard the scripture, resist the devil and he will flee. I've said that before. You know the word flee, look it up. Flee isn't like, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just I'll walk over here, I'll see y'all later. Flee is like, 
I got to run. <laughs> I'm gone, man. Flee. The power of the cross is what gives us the ability to resist the devil and cause him to flee. It's because of the power of the cross. And John, the revelator, in, in the first chapter of Revelation, again, go to this class, go to this class, go to this class, starting October 10th. But in Revelation, the first chapter, in verse 18, John's trying to explain and what he was writing. He was going to send out to the seven churches, and, and he's trying to put all this together. But here's what, here's what he said that Jesus is saying to him. Look at this. I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forever and ever. And here's the big thing. And I hold the keys. I hold the keys to death and the grave. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. That's the power of the cross. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It was on that cross that Jesus conquered death and hell. Now see what he accomplished. What he accomplished that day. That we have access to eternal life. We have the ability to spend an eternity in his presence. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, Jesus took my place. He took your place. He took your place when he went to the cross. The penalty of sin, folk, is death. I'm just going to tell you like it is today. The penalty of sin is death. Scripture says the wages of sin is death. You do this, you're going to earn the wage. The wage for your sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And why is that? It's because of the power of the cross. Praise God! Let's give him a round of applause today! Come on now! Not for me, for him! Thank you, Father! Thank you, Lord! Thank you for the power of the cross! Praise God. But we should have been crucified that day. That's the end. We should have been there. But look at this. But God, in His grace, took our place. You don't take away anything. Remember that today. His grace, because of that, He took our place. The gospel's all about the cross. Without the cross, there is no gospel. The truth of the gospel allows the demonstration of the Spirit. The miracle-working power of God is manifest through the gospel. That's why the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus is so essential that it be preached, that it be shared, because this is the power source, folk. This is the power source. It says a person free from death and hell. Not only is there freedom from death and hell, but there's power. Listen now. There's power to live in victory in this life today. There's somebody in here, there's probably more than somebody, that needs to be victorious in their life today. That there's something binding you up. It could be a stronghold. It can be an annoyance. It can be an addiction. It can be a chain that needs to be unlocked and broken. But I'm here to declare to you today, not because of lofty words of any man or any fancy stuff, I'm here to declare to you that the power of the cross can solve all 
Jesus has given us, and I'm going to then say it in my personal, it has given me the authority and the power over evil, over darkness, over devils, over demons, over hell. It's given me the authority. It's given you the authority over it. In the name of Jesus. And in Mark chapter 16, four verses we're going to look at quickly here. New Living Translation. Still later, he appeared to the eleven disciples as they were eating. John Mark is writing, as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief. Because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. How would you like to be rebuked by Jesus? <laughs> I know I would. But they were. He rebuked them. He said, hey, man, step off. Get your act together. What are you doing? All this stuff I did, all these things that you witnessed, and you don't believe that I'm alive? That's what he was saying. Believe me. That's a Rebuke isn't like, hey, you guys didn't do that now, so let's move on. <laughs> it's not that, guys. He rebuked them. That's more of a forceful term, and you look the word, you can do your, your Sam Rodriguez says your diligence on that. <laughs> look up that word. But he told them, man, this is so important. Hold on. Then Jesus told them, go into the world and preach the good news to to everyone, that's no one left out. To everyone, anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. Anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Do you understand that? Is that clear enough for all of you in here today? I'm not trying to do anything to scare anybody. I'm just trying to tell you what the Scripture says. This is the power of the cross. This is the message of the gospel. And it is as simple as that. You believe and you live and you don't and you die. I'm sorry. Anyone, I'm not trying to, but it would be wrong if I don't declare this gospel with you today. I can't do that. That's what Jesus said. But he also said this, but then look, these miraculous signs will accompany signs will accompany those who those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. How many think you can cast out a demon? How many people think you can cast out a demon in his name? Not in my name, not in your name, not in some pretty prayer, as Paul said, putting all nice words together. No, 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 no. In his name. That's the authority we have. We have that authority. Miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it will not hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed in Jesus' name. That's the power of the cross. That's the message of the gospel. If we go and preach, and again, we, meaning all of us, preach. Say preach. Not to me, say to you, preach. <laughs> preach. <laughs> I'm saying to you, preach. Preach the gospel everywhere you go. If we go and preach, that's what Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. If we go and preach, the power of the cross is available. The power of the cross is available, yes, to cast out devils. People will speak in tongues when they receive the Spirit of God. Yes, that's what happens. 
as that scripture says in Mark that we just read, is that they will be protected from harm. You believe you're protected from harm. People will be healed, it says. People will be healed. See, the miraculous occurs through believing the gospel. Believing what Jesus said. That's how the miraculous, you want a miracle? Believe. <laughs> you want to have something big happen and life-changing happen? Believe in the words of Jesus. Believe in the gospel. And it's essential to know that the gospel hinges on the power of the cross. Totally dependent on it. So our faith, the faith that we have, must be in what was accomplished through the cross of Calvary. The faith we declare, if we declare and says, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, yeah, I go to church, or yes, I believe in God, or I've accepted Jesus, whatever type of faith we declare will do you and will do me no good. I'm going to say that again. It will do us no good unless that faith is placed in the one who conquered the grave. And that is the truth. We have to declare that that is the faith that we have in the one who is Jesus. Praise team, would you please come as we close here. So our eyes and our faith need to be fixed upon the cross. Need to be fixed upon the cross. Everyone who finds salvation is only because of what happened to Calvary. That's it. If that didn't happen, the resurrection wouldn't happen, and that would be, it wouldn't have happened. We owe everything to that. And so, look, there are needs in your life today. I don't know who you are or what they are, and I don't need to, but I know there are needs in this place. I saw your hands go up. And I can tell you this, though. The only real way that those needs are going to be met is if you can tap into the power that broke the yoke of sin and bondage, the power of the cross. That's how we can get these things taken care of. That's where our answers come. That's where our help comes from. Your healing comes through the stripes placed upon the back of Jesus. That's Isaiah 53, 5. Do you need a miracle? Do you need a healing? Do you need an answer to prayer? Do you need to get rid of an evil spirit? Do you need to overcome a temptation that keeps bringing you down and bringing you down and causing you not to live in victory? Is there a stronghold that needs to be broken in your life today? The answer has already been provided by what was accomplished by Jesus at the cross. The answer is already here. Not only was the blood of redemption for our sins shed there, but death and hell were defeated. And he holds the keys to open every prison door. He holds the keys to unlock any chains that bind you. And they will fall away by the power of God, by the power of the cross, the demonstration of his spirit and the power. Praise the Lord. The victory. The victory. Say victory. Victory is available to you now. The power of God is demonstrated through the gospel of Jesus Christ. So here we go. You need salvation, you will find it in the cross of Jesus Christ. You need healing, you will find it in the manifestation of the power of God and His power. Do you need deliverance? You will find it in the power of the cross. Do you need to be free from depression or worry or anxiety? Do you have an addiction that you just can't seem to shake? Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't have to be alcohol. Doesn't have to be cocaine. It doesn't have to be, it, it could be 
chimney. But there was a big chimney for a guy named Walter at the IHOP restaurant less than 48 hours ago. And all he saw, all he saw were three guys sitting there that just wanted to pray for our server. He was not our server. And we just asked him, can we pray for you? And he said, that does Tim was his name. Yes, you can just pray for continued blessings and continued help. And I said, well, praise God. I don't know his spiritual condition, but we didn't have much time to talk. But that's what we did. We right then, right at that moment, prayed for Tim and said, continued blessing and favor upon him, Lord. Continued help for him, Lord. And then as we prayed that prayer, this man named Walter came up and approached us at the table and he said, I need some of that. That was his words. I need some of that.